0: Hey friends, how are you doing? I hope you're doing really well. I am recording this in the middle of like this major heat wave that everybody seems to be having this summer (laughs) all across the world. So I hope that you guys are staying cool, that you're, you know, loving your iced coffees, you're getting to swim, you got your AC on if you have AC and you're just keeping cool this summer. And I hope that you're just loving life and thriving. (laughs) because it has been hot. Um okay, we are back with another live coaching episode. Today I'm so excited. I'm loving this, you guys. Like I-, I hope you guys are really liking these live coaching episodes too. You'll have to let me know if you haven't already let me know um give me a review on Apple Podcasts or send me a message and let me know if you're liking these um coaching episodes and if so, I'm going to I'm going to record a bunch more for you. Um, But today I sat down with, um, my friend and my client Sarah and we basically revamped her whole website. We talked through all of the copy for her website. We talked about how to, um, take something that is kind of technical. She works in funnels. How do, how do you take something that's technical and kind of complex and filled with jargon and actually convey what you do to someone? who doesn't understand any of the tech side like how do you translate that to something simple what do you write on your website so that people can find you and actually understand what you do and get excited and sign up to work with you it was really really fun to chat with her we've both had a really good time and yeah I hope that this will help you out when it comes to your own messaging and your own website so let's jump in This is Confident Communication for Entrepreneurs, the place where we embrace who we are and use it to our advantage in our businesses. We don't change who we are to fit the marketing rules, (laughs) we break those rules and maybe make a few of our own too. You get to set the standard for how you communicate in your business, and I'm here to help you do that. It's time to share your message in a way that feels great and is totally aligned to who you are. So... Grab a coffee and join the party. So, why don't we just start? So you've got you've given me some some answers to some of the questions. So thank you so much for filling that out. But let's just why don't we just start by kind of just like a little bit of a brain dump on your end. So what what's kind of going on in your head? Okay. What are your biggest things that you're just trying to sort through? And then we can we can go from there. Okay.
1: All right. Um, so I. I'm offering website and sales funnel design and some creative services like graphics and things like that. And right now I'm trying to pull together my website copy. And I know part of the reason why I'm not getting enough on that is because my messaging is like, I'm not quite sure how to explain what I do in a way that the layman, um, the person who doesn't do the tech side of things or the design Mm -hmm. side would understand. So I feel like when I'm speaking it's coming across as either too technical or I'm using a lot of, um, jargon, like the courses that I took and things like that. Right. And maybe it's not connecting okay. with the people that I'm speaking to, or I'm not speaking to the right people. I'm not quite sure which is the biggest problem.
0: So. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's, it's a tricky th- and it's a tricky thing to diagnose as well. Cause it's like, it's kind of hard sometimes to work out which of the issues it is. It's like, well, it could be one of these like five things, right. which thing actually is it? Okay. And so you're saying right. that you are currently designing your website. It's not quite active yet, but it's in progress, so that mm-hmm. that's fun um and so yes. at the moment, you're mostly just like marketing on Facebook as well Facebook groups, and you're working to build stuff up on instagram yeah. mm-hmm. over over time as well okay what um what's a good first question then so let's let's see so it's mostly just the messaging in terms of working out how to break it down into a way that's kind of like clear and easy for people to understand, then it's probably like
1: one of the things that we need to sort through. Yeah, I think so. And then right now I'm marketing towards um, Christian entrepreneurs and ministries, but I think I need to narrow that down a little bit more, just female entrepreneurs, Christian female entrepreneurs, or see, I'm working with a couple of ministries right now. So that's okay. why broadened it and so wow. I thought well I can include them too because they need website help but then it's yeah like, okay I need calling out yeah. to a specific person or body of people so that I'm not like throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping that it sticks kind of thing.
0: yeah so for, I'm just going to ask a question from your perspective why is Christian entrepreneurs not narrow enough Like, just because I'm not super familiar with the technical side of things. So from your perspective, why do you still feel like that's too broad
1: for what you're doing? Well, the groups that I've been joining on Facebook, they've got coaches, they have consultants, they Mm -hmm. have people who are in uh, a service provider industry, virtual assistants, all kinds of different things. And so it's like, should I be narrowing my message down to speak to their specific problems of just one of those groups of people inside? of the Christian groups or should I be speaking to all Christian uh, entrepreneurs who a lot of them do need help? So I don't know. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's a good question to have, I guess. So my, my follow-up question or thing for you to think about with that, when you're figuring out whether you want to narrow down or not is whether the services that you provide Mm -hmm. would be different to each of those different groups. Mm -hmm. Because if like, for example, like coaches, Versus service providers, just as like an example, do they have distinct needs mm-hmm. that you would want to cater to one or the other? Um, and if yes, then maybe then yeah, then targeting into like that niche, like that more specific niche, is definitely the thing to do. If not, then you maybe don't need to. Um, so I guess that's what it comes down to: okay. is whether you're serv- whether what you'd be doing needs to be different depending on who you'd be targeting, right? Because if you're trying to get to just like that one core okay. thing that you do. And have that be one thing that you market and mm-hmm. you can share with people, then if it's the same for a group of people, then I would say that Christian entrepreneurs mm-hmm. could be narrow enough. But yeah, if then it's okay. like, well, service providers need this thing and coaches need this thing, but then VAs need this thing and <laughs> along down the list, then yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, you got to pick a lane from there just so that it makes your marketing simpler. So do you know the answer to that off the top of your head or is that something that you'd need to go spend some time thinking about?
1: Well, it kind of can be general in like just all entrepreneurs. But Mm -hmm. if I'm doing more of the sales funnels, which is what I'm enjoying building right now, then you've creators who do launches and coaches and stuff to launches. And Mm if you've got a VA product or something like that, don't think that you would do launches as much. Maybe you would if you had a course, but then you're falling to the course creator side. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I think with
1: that, I have to adjust my messaging.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Cause yeah, you're right. Definitely not all of those groups will need funnels or use them in the same way. So, if that's the thing that's really like Mm -hmm. driving you, (laughs) then lean into it for sure. If that's the thing that's like bringing you the most joy to do. And yeah, then it's just working out how to call that out. And I guess from my perspective and you can go do your own research on this just to see what what you think and what you see as well but from my perspective okay. if you're going to narrow into funnels you're right you're looking at launches but you're but not as, but not exclusively because you know some people right. will just want to automate the like the lead attraction process or whatever you want to call it um mm-hmm. i don't really like that term because it sounds a bit too <laughs> sounds a bit too robotic but i can't think of a better way to describe it but So, but yeah, so you're looking more definitely at like the course creators and coaches side of things where people, people that are kind of scaling or doing things in a kind of one to many Mm -hmm. group, perhaps it's a very different approach and they're going to take advantage of funnels much more than service providers would, even though they can still use them, but it's, they're not necessarily going to hire a funnel person to make sure it's all perfect straight away because there's less need in that perspective. Cool. I like the sound of that. I'm very excited. I'm amazed that you know how to do stuff. Like that's, <laughs> I cannot do technical stuff at all. So we definitely need more of you, <laughs> more more people like you <laughs> to help out with all these things. And that's, so that's one other question that I have just about in terms of getting clear on your niche and your messaging and stuff. Because funnels is, in terms of messaging, funnels can still be quite broad. So is it specific types yes. of, like, do you work with specific tech or do you can you do all types of tech Uh, Like what is, what is it, do you have the kind of specifics of what you would want to do ideally like mapped out?
1: Yes. I prefer to build in ClickFunnels. That's the platform that I learned on. So Mm -hmm. I definitely prefer using that than like GrooveFunnels or some of the other tech that's available. Plus I love their mission statement and how they're trying to help and uh, sex trafficking and different things like that. Oh, very cool. So I really enjoy building in there. I know I need to be able to do like um, integrations. So I have been learning the tech side of like Zapier mm-hmm. and email integrations and things like that. But specific types of funnels, right now, so far I've built a application funnel. Well, that's what I'm building out for myself. I have done a basic opt in funnels, like where you give away a freebie or yeah. um, something like that. And then I took uh, Danny um it's hard to say her name but anyways um she did a summit uh training and she talked about using funnels to lead into summits and so I was like I know some people who could use that so (laughs) I might be leaning into that a little bit so okay kind of like the challenge funnels and stuff they tie in together so yeah okay cool so those are I'm still a little broad (laughs) yeah but
0: that's still it's still like it's still useful because they're I mean, I say they're simple funnels. They're not super simple for people that don't <laughs> don't know how to set them up. But they're pe- they're they're funnels that would be attractive to people that are still in right. that kind of earlier stage of their businesses where they're ready to scale and take that next mm-hmm. step. It's not like you're kind of building or focusing in on like these super complex funnels with multiple different pathways and all sorts of different like tags and automations that a much more established yeah. business would be taking advantage of, right? So that's something that you can think about in terms of yeah. how you're how your messaging is. is, okay. And so even though they're maybe not, they're not super simple, but that's a way that you can maybe think about marketing it is like helping people set up simple funnels or they're like their first funnels, like using some of that language sure. might help avoid some of the technical jargon, but have people kind of understand like, okay, this is the kind of thing that you do. You can help me set up a lead magnet or you can help me set up my challenge. So thinking about the, the, the things that you're doing, the funnel, the, the reason that you're doing the funnel is gonna help with some of that language rather than thinking about like the tech and the back end stuff because you're right, like it can get very jargony very quickly. <laughs> okay. Do you have any questions about what I was just saying there, just as I'm having Not a little- yet. Um, Not yet. Perfect. Okay. Um, so it looks like so from your form, um, it looks like you've kind of got two two aspects of your messaging that you're working on, I suppose. And one aspect is like the messaging that you would be putting on your social media. So on, in your, in Facebook groups and onto your Instagram as you're kind of working to build that up. And then the other part of it is just working on, you're saying you're working on the copy for your website as well. So is there one that you'd like to focus on
1: first? Um, The website copy is what I'm really trying to figure out right now. I made a bunch of notes, but. I'm not sure if any of it will make any sense. That's <laughs> why I need help. Um, okay. Let's dig into
0: that then. Okay. So what, what is it about the website copy that's okay. kind of been your biggest like deer in the headlights? I'm kind of stuck and don't quite know what to do. Well, I did
1: some research, very big on research, and that's part of how I build out my funnels, but um, yeah. I... Yeah. Found that you're supposed to, your hardest page to write is supposed to be your uh, homepage, and the top first fold of your website page, copy is supposed to grab 10 and so, So I was trying to write some things down <laughs> to see if any of it would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote down um, I take new or existing websites or funnels and give a makeover slash update slash Facebook lift slash grade. That's the thing, picking at a word that catches the reader's attention. And mm-hmm. is like, oh well, I actually need that. Or uh, instead of like, well, I don't really need that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So anyways, so that it makes, um, uh, yeah. it visually engineered slash designed to convert or slash work for you. My teacher taught us to say visually engineered, but I think that sounds technical still. Yeah. Really. Her Visual. It's like visually yeah. uh, engineered. So you're gonna like build a computer. Yeah.
0: So, that's
1: a, <laughs> I don't know. It's it an sounds- interesting
0: cool. phrase. I'm actually not sure I've ever heard anyone use that phrase before. visually engineer. Yeah, cuz to me, like I mean, I like the word visual in there I suppose because like mm-hmm. but but then that's the qu- that brings up question though. Are you going to be doing any of the design or the graphics as part of the funnels or are you just doing the actual tech side? Because I would steer away from using the word visual if you're not going to be involved in any of the graphics because that's where my brain goes immediately. So I hear visual, like visually engineer and I'm like, oh, you're going to do the the pictures, you're going to create the template, you're going to set it all up and I don't need to do anything. But if you're not going to do the graphics, then that could be a bit confusing for people.
1: I am doing all of the design aspect of it um, okay. as far as like graphics and things like that. Okay, if they don't perfect. have any um, like, extra graphics or anything that we need to build out the website I can create those so okay
0: yes. perfect okay cool I just wanted to check because that's something that could definitely be like a stumble point if, if you weren't if you were trying to avoid doing graphics because I know yeah, some yeah. people just want to do yeah. the tech and nothing else okay um so then visual does work yeah. quite nicely for that as well but yeah engineer sounds very technical still yeah. um so my best advice really with some of this, because I know you've got some kind of words that you're trying to test out. And this is this is one thing I do really, uh, I love social media for, and especially Facebook groups, is you can kind of test out different fr- words and phrases and see what people react best to um, through just asking questions about mm-hmm. different things, like with no intention of following up other than just to kind of check in with people and see what kind of things they respond to. So I do this a lot for trying okay, to okay. Just figure out the right, words and phrases um as well as just listening to what people will say to me whenever we have conversations like this or Mm -hmm. any other things like that so that would be like my first thing to say i suppose about trying to pick your 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 kind of first your phrase for your like yeah the above fold part of your website is that top part of your website is just take those phrases and break them up into different questions and just pop them into facebook groups and see (laughs) like what what people respond to Um, you know, just like, what would it, even things just like, you know, what would it mean for you to have someone visually engineer a funnel or something? You could even try that phrase out in some kind of question and see if people understand what that means or those kinds of things, because yeah, that'll give you pretty good insight into, and you can also use polls as well. Like you could even do a couple of polls and say, like, I'm trying to work out how to describe my services, which of these sentences makes the most sense to you and just put, you know three or four different okay. options in there and see what people okay what people say because it might surprise you <laughs> because you you never know what things people are going <laughs> to respond to and if you get a if you get a good mix and yeah. try it, try it again somewhere different or just pick your favorite from that because if you get a good mix then at least you know that there's some response for all of them <laughs> The second thing I would also no, say no, is no. don't get too don't get too hung up on this as well. I know that it's really hard to do, but you're always better just putting something out there and then fixing it later if you need to than like delaying okay. because you're not quite sure what the right phrase is. Because your website you can change your website at okay. any point, right? You can update right. it tomorrow right. and the next day and the next day if you if you really want to, right? So like yeah. that's my my biggest thing is like at least to begin with, just go with what your what your gut is telling you and then test it out and refine okay. it and if you need to change it you change it and okay. that's that right <laughs> no big deal
1: yeah. kind of like running funnels you tweak and test and see what works
0: exactly yeah because yeah. yeah, you can't you can't test okay. it if you haven't got anything to begin with <laughs> so um and it's That'd it can be, right. be a, it can be a scary process because you're like oh what if this isn't perfect and it's like well yes. oh, it's fine it doesn't matter right now if it's not perfect because it's going to get there over over time and with testing and with different versions of what you do. And the more that you, you do what you do and the more you speak with people, the more they're going to give you those words as well. So even if you do all the, all the research and you ask all the questions and you find something that you're happy with, chances are you might change it a year from now anyway, after you've had those clients and they've gone, Oh, well, this is, this is how I would say it. Or this is, you know, this is how my question. And then you go, Oh, that's the phrase. That's what I should use. And then you'll plug that into your website and you'll be gone.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I know one lady, her tagline, she says, truth, your funnels are ugly. It's like, do I really want to put that right out there on my website? It's like, I mean, I want to redo the design and stuff like that. But to me, that sounds like a slap in someone's face. Yeah. Especially if they spent all this time building out their website or something and their first time doing it and they already are insecure about it. And you're like, Yeah, it's ugly you did a horrible job
0: (laughs) yeah although it is a it's a really good example of something that's very like on brand for that person because they wouldn't have it have written it that way if that wasn't their personal style so that's part of part of then the whole project is like you've got to test to find out what phrases resonate with people but you also have to blend in like how you want to speak in the things that you want to say because there are some phrases I could use that would be like perfect perfect things but it's like why well, I, I don't talk like that those are not kind mm-hmm. those are not the things that i would say yeah. or the things that i care about or the angle right. that i want to come at it from so you got to find that sweet spot between things that people are going to connect with and okay. search for but then also the things that are like yeah this is me <laughs> if you this is the personality you're going to work with this is how it's going to be yeah. um so yeah make sure that you keep that in mind don't make it too robotic it is your website at the end of the day <laughs> You're allowed to have a bit of fun with it. (laughs) Okay. Something else that you could do if you, now this is getting like a little bit further down the line. So if you don't want to do this right now, like Mm -hmm. totally fine shelf this for a couple months from now or six months from now, but doing some like good quality (laughs) SEO research would be very useful as well. It's probably more useful to do once Mm -hmm. you've got some phrases or ideas of phrases that you know at least are clicking with people. And then just going to, now okay. I, I'm trying to remember like the, like the, the right link or like how to actually go for it. Cause I know you can do this on Google, but I can't quite remember like how to actually get to the, like the, the search database. I think it's through like Google ads. I think if you go into like the Google ad space, then they've got some like okay. SEO search functions where you can search key phrases and see how many people search for them. Okay. I will, I'll send you, I'll go look up the link because I can't remember off the top of my head and I'll send it to you after okay. because it's really useful to know. I just cannot, I haven't looked at it in a while so I can't think off the top of my head <laughs> what it's called or how to get there. So I'll, I'll send that to you after. But yeah, All so right. I would like, after you've done some some research and thinking in like social in social media, either on Instagram or on Facebook groups, if that's where you're spending most of your time and you've kind of got an indication mm-hmm. of the phrases and, and words that people are connecting with, then you can pop them into okay. this. I think it's like Google AdWords or something like that, whatever it's called. Pop it into there and mm-hmm. you can see whether okay. they're like which ones are most searched. And it will also give you like a list of I think mm-hmm. re- related terms as well, which is really useful. So if there's something that okay. you're searching that's maybe not like quite perfect, it'll give you some other ideas of things and how frequently they're searched. So that should give you some good like a good balance of things that people are, people are connecting with things that people are actually searching. Cause that's what you want to think about for your website. Is it something that people are going to search for? Okay. And then you get to blend in your personality and your preferences around those things as well. And that can okay. apply for all of your website, not just like the top, like that top part, but yeah, getting like that first part right. is yeah. Like the more important part, cause they're not going to keep going past it <laughs> if we don't get the first part, at least yeah. somewhat interesting. Right. So
1: that's right.
0: Yeah. Does that all make sense to you?
1: Yes. Yes, it does. Perfect. So take cool. some notes um, here. Cool.
0: Um, and so you are saying so your your website is gonna just be set up mostly on like a kind of single, a single page that you said. So what's the kind of structure yeah.
1: going to be like for that? Well, it's gonna be an application funnel. So it'll be it's kind of like doing a website, but I'm streamlining it all onto one page and then okay. at the top navigation bar will direct them down the page. Um, I did some research and there um, are similar funnels that were like application funnels that did a similar process. So you'll have the top section of the page will be like headline and mm-hmm. attention grabbing. And then below that'll be the about section, below that'll be services and below that will be um, like work with me kind of okay. and contact.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, so, it's basically all the components of a, of a website, just kind of in in a, a, a streamlined yes. order. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. And yes. so, do you have questions or anything about the, others, the other parts of that page, the aspects of it? Because we can kind of walk through and talk about each section if that's helpful
1: for you. Okay. Yeah. The about section, I was reading that you're supposed to do, like with your bio, you're supposed to do brief, but then I saw some, <laughs> I was, using youtube and uh somebody said "Oh, keep it short and brief and another person's like oh you want it nice and long and like detailed and draw the people in and like, so which one's the right answer uh, i guess it's question. a personal preference thing. yeah I, don't know.
0: I think part of it will be personal preference i think it's a good question i don't know i feel like for the format that you're going for when it's all on one page having it be shorter is mm-hmm. probably the way to go i like i've when I've done websites with people in the past, I i mean, even with their websites, like so the ones that I've worked on have all just been split pages, nothing like in all in one like you're doing, but on those about pages, like we still have a very like snappy top part of the about page. I always say like, pre- like make the first part nice and catchy mm-hmm. and short. And then if you want to go into your whole life story, then okay. you do it at the bottom of the page because if people are interested, they can scroll to it. And if not, you're not, you're not bothering them because they okay. won't look at it. So really you're kind of looking you're probably just wanting to incorporate that kind of top part and maybe if you and down the line if you really wanted to go into like a lot of backstory and have a bunch of other stuff then Mm -hmm. you could put it on a separate page at some point like in the future but yeah I feel like in a kind of long scrolling format you want to make sure that you're kind of keeping people's attention you're keeping the momentum so if they're going through that kind of progression in the path that you've created for them on this page. They're not just going to get to one section and then just mm-hmm. be like, okay, where's the where's the next part. But I would I would also say don't make it don't make it like so short that people don't actually get to know a little bit about who you are either. Like it is finding that sweet spot. Okay. So, cuz it is it is a, it's a section where you get to talk about yourself a little bit and about what you bring to the table and you're allowed to take a little bit of time okay. to do that if you need it. <laughs> so, if you have a story, okay about that's relevant to the services, you know, like how you came to do the funnels or the difference the funnels have made for your business or, you know, some sort of like story that demonstrates why, why you're useful <laughs> in this area. Like you mm-hmm. can, you can go into it because sto- the stories will keep right. people's attention much, much more than just like okay. straight facts. Well, So you can get away with it being a little bit longer if it's in a narrative format.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and I read also that you're not supposed to use the word I in your copy. You're supposed to use the word you to try and speak to the person. Is that applicable in the about page two or can I talk about myself a little bit? I think it's a, I think
0: it's a balance. Um, it de- I think it very much depends on what it is that you're trying to say. So if you're talking about yourself, okay. obviously you're using eyes. So if you're sharing a yes. story, if you're talking about your, your background, right. your experiences or something, okay. obviously you're going to use, I did this or this mm-hmm. is, cause this is my story. And then I right. think in most other contexts, you're going to try and right. use you. So okay. yeah, it's going to, it's going to be a bit of a mix is the, <laughs> is the short answer, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> not always, it's not always clear cut, but yeah, as long as you're not okay. using the third person really, cause that's like the big, The big one that I suggest steering, the only time you're really going to use a third person is if you're in like a multi, you've got multiple people in your team or on your website that you're trying to say, well, you know, Sarah does this and Jane does this and Sally does this. And it's like, no, okay. It's just you. You can use I obviously. Yeah. You don't need to talk about yourself in the third person. It's, it's just strange Okay,
1: (laughs) when it's just you. I've seen that on some websites. Yeah, I've seen some people say about us and it's like it's one person on the team is like, huh? Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't make sense. But
0: some people, some people will do it kind of <laughs> future proof in a sense. They're like, you know, we, I want to, I want this to be a yeah, big okay yeah. established business down the road. So I'm going to say about us because I envision it being a company and that's, that's fine. But at the moment it is just you. So it should mm-hmm. be about me until the point where you have those teams. And it's, it's advice that I think we're getting a bit better about talking about it now, but a lot of advice I still see floating around there is people will be told to write in the third person because it sounds more professional. And so like, there's a lot of people's websites that I've looked at in the past who are just, you know, doing whatever service it is that they're providing. And they'll talk about themselves in the third person as if it's like some, again, like a massive company with lots of different profiles Mm -hmm. on it. And it sounds very strange because, all, because the, the page will be about. They won't have an us or a or a me. They'll just say about mm-hmm. and then have their all their information right. in the third person. But it's still just them. <laughs> so it's It's very strange. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think it makes it sound more professional. Personally, I think it makes it sound strange. I'm not quite sure where that advice has come from. Like, I don't quite know. I don't quite know where it originated, but
1: I'm very, I advocate very much against that.
0: So, yeah. Good to
1: know. Okay about um services section i'm going to i was planning on like leaning into the pain points that my service would solve if i have like a bit of text in there and then it'll just mm-hmm. the services out is what i've seen one lady's website i saw she does funnels and she yep. her personality is very yeah. bold <laughs> the way <laughs> she speaks and stuff not quite what i am but yeah. um i liked how she took the pain point and she wove it into what the specific service was going to do so like she had different types of funnels and she broke it down into how each helped solve that person's pain point I thought I yeah. hmm, wonder if I could take inspiration from that yeah. not copy it but like taking inspiration from that and use yeah. that to come up with my services section so yeah how does this actually help the person Who's coming there to see it so yeah I, what do you
0: think? I, I like it's a good idea um and you can put some of those benefits at the top of the page as well so after your like kind of header section like you can jump straight into those mm-hmm. benefits don't wait until you're like two-thirds of the way down the page because people want it people need to know why they're okay. going to keep reading so like I would I would definitely suggest like once you've kind of figured out what you're primary benefit is and how, how to communicate that, like start okay. with that. Well, not okay. start with it on your page, have your little headline section, but have that be at the top before you dig into mm-hmm. who you are and then come back to it in your services um, to just kind okay. of reinforce that idea. But yeah, I I, I think that's okay. a good way to do it. So like, so each, do you see that your the way that you structure your services to be the same kind of thing? So do you have like multiple different yeah. because So, yeah. So take me through, let's take me through each of the different types of service that you have and we can kind of talk a little bit and brainstorm how that could distill into different benefits to people, um, give you some ideas.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, currently I do offer website design and that might be phased out if I decide to focus solely on funnels, but right now I website design and like refresh kind of thing. I okay. I do build from scratch, but mostly I do the refresh side of things. Okay, And then I offer sales funnels, opt-in funnels, challenge funnels, summit funnels down the road, and application funnels. There's like 20 different types of funnels, but at least five or six different <laughs> options I have on my yeah. list. And then uh, graphic creation services to tie in with that.
0: Say that last one again,
1: sorry graphic creation services so okay. like I can do the graphics for the website but I also am offering like packages for things like um social media graphics okay. and flyers just it's an added service so that way I've got a little bit of extra site income coming yeah, in really well what it's okay.
0: for so okay cool so you've kind of yeah you've so you've got three categories the website the website design or the website at the moment which may be phased out the funnels and then the graphic, mm-hmm. graphic design stuff. Okay. So let's look at the first one at the moment. Let's look at the okay. website creation first, then just since that's the first thing that you listed. Okay. So, so you're doing a refresh. So you're, you're not building from scratch. You're taking a website that someone already has. So <laughs> someone like me, I suppose, cause I, where I've, I've kind of DIY'd my own website and it's been okay. And mm-hmm. now it's time, let's say like, okay, I need a professional to come tidy this up, make it look good, fix all the things right. that I've not done right and actually get it working properly so that's kind of where you're coming in yes okay and do Mm -hmm. you have how much like detail do you go into in terms of like are you doing because I know that I know that websites can get so (laughs) I can get so complicated so quickly (laughs) so are you doing like custom coding for people are you doing things like like putting all of the right like meta data in for their images and bits and pieces like that like what what is or like what is the limit to what you're actually kind of Doing for people.
1: Okay. So for website uh, redesign refresh, I take um, the website and I find out what market, submarket, and niche they're in. And I run it through a six step process where I look for what's working in their market. And then I redesign their website based on what actually is converting and other websites that are in their same niche. Okay. And so I'm doing like the graphics yeah. refresh. Um, I don't really mess with copy or anything like that, but Mm. I mean a friend of mine helped her Mm. a little bit with her copy, but not much just to kind of adjust where placement was and things like that. But I do help with the graphics. I help with like um, typography, some of the branding side of things, strategy is involved in that, um, how they can go ahead and market their website beyond what it is right now. I'm involved in, will be involved in the coding side i'm going through a course for coding so that will be a service added in down the road but i'm still too far from the end of that to consider listing that as a service yeah okay yeah that's where the website side of things comes in
0: okay cool so so one one phrase that you could potentially use that's just coming to mind as you're saying all that is because you like to use the word like you use the word refresh a couple times and so Perhaps like you could call it like a, mm-hmm. a, a like a visual refresh or something like that, or or like using okay. the word visual okay. maybe in there, or mm-hmm. even even I know that you're saying you're kind of going a little bit into the branding, not like a hundred percent, but it is a word potentially to consider using because it's a it's definitely okay. a word that people would be like looking for. I think when it comes to. Like, yeah, just, like you're saying, giving their website a bit of a facelift is kind of like a brand, like a maybe not a brand overhaul. That's maybe not the right phrase because it's just website rather than like looking at their logo and all these other bits and pieces. But like there's some so phrases Maybe a website there, overhaul. Yeah, it could be. it. Yeah. Like overhaul might be a good word to think about as well. Actually, now that I like, because now that yeah. I've said it, because yeah, it, it gives that impression mm-hmm. of you, you're kind of taking it, you're looking at it because you are, you're going to do a lot of research and behind the scenes stuff to then inform how you're going to change things Mm -hmm. and it is going to kind of be a a, a complete visual overhaul in a way so that's that's a word that you could consider using in there too so thinking through all the things that you're saying there it's really cool I like the idea of this I'm definitely like I'm definitely you're like in your target market for that because that's something I will be doing at some point in the next year, I hope, is getting a good, like a good okay. overhaul of my own website. <laughs> so the main benefits that's where you're kind of coming coming back to is working on how to communicate the benefits of these things rather than just like the technical yes. this is what I do. So with this first one, your one of the main benefits is going to be obviously time saving because people are not going to have okay. to do this themselves. <laughs> So you can think about some, some language around saving time and energy and all those kinds of things that come along with it, you know, more, more time to actually focus on your, more time to actually do the things that you're good at in your business. Those kinds of phrases. I see those kinds of phrases a lot and they can definitely work for, for here. Mm -hmm. Um, something else was on my mind that was, that would be really good as well. What was it? It's, it's lost me now. There was another thing I had on my mind, but I can't quite remember what it was. Um, oh my goodness! It was a really good one as well. Always the way. Always happens. It's <laughs> always the way that the best <laughs> ideas just float off into the distance before you can do anything with them. Some other things, I guess. Let's let's just see if I can find my way back to it. Other things that would be beneficial about this are going to be like an like I guess it's like maybe this is where I was trying to go. Like an elevated brand image, like that Maybe not those that exact phrase, but that okay. kind of idea. So you're helping. You're okay. kind of helping take them from that like kind of scrappy early stage DIY startup phase where they're just kind of doing all the things themselves and you're taking them to like that next tier of entrepreneurship.
1: So like from DIY to elevated elite or um, what is it uh, done for you? I think is how they phrase it too. Something yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's, and it's just like the, yeah. the idea that they're kind of entering that next phase for themselves. So it's not so much about like the, because it is about the shift from DIY to done for you in a way, but it's, it's a little bit more than that as well in terms of the, just the way that they're going to okay. show up and the way that they're going to, because the way that they're going to present themselves online and the way that they're going to be visible online is totally different once they've had a professionally designed website. Right. So like, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna kind of carry with it that weight's not the right word, but like the, the, it's going to make them more established, I guess. And it is going to make, yeah, it's like that vision, that perception that people will have of them is going to be more professional, is going to be more competent. It's going to be more experienced. Because the visuals are so much to do with that, even if even if their actual experience hasn't yes. changed, just having something that looks very professional makes a huge difference. so that's yes. a really powerful benefit that i would I would want to get into, I think, for the website design um, one
1: word that I've been using um I'm not sure if it's right or not um is credible um mm. because my yeah. teacher she goes into how. Um, the credibility of your website is taken down by the design because there's a study, a Sanford study that says that in 0.05 second percent of a second, the person who's on your website decides if it's credible or not. And so I've been using the phrase like changing um, your website to increase its credibility. I don't know. Does that sound okay? Or is that just,
0: it's a really, it's a really good word (laughs) to use. I like it. It's, it's a word I would use in 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 an explanation rather than a word that I would use to okay. catch people, because, and the reason okay. I say that is because it's not a word that people. I don't think it's a word that would be on people's minds for what what they're searching for, but it is absolutely what they need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's 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 definitely something okay. that I would use in in anything that you use to explain. So you could use it in your content for sure, like creating some posts around okay. like why credibility is useful for your website or. You know, even just if you had like okay. a post that was like, um, like the, you know, the hidden benefits of having a well-designed website or something like that. that so something that is, yeah. so that it's starting with a phrase that people are actually thinking about, but then you're taking them on the journey of, yeah. well, actually, <laughs> like you, you think that it's just about this, but it's actually about all these things over here too. So, yeah, I think it's a very good word okay. but just be careful about where you use it because I don't think it's something that people would That's necessarily so be searching for. But yeah, <laughs> okay. people need credible websites. It's a huge, it's a huge thing that people don't really think okay. about. So yeah, okay. Um, okay. So how do you feel about the, the website design portion in terms of some messaging and ideas? Do you have and benefits? You have some
1: ideas that you can get started with there. Yeah, perfect. Yes, I think that will help a lot. Yeah, awesome. Okay, Helps them see the benefits. That's really what it's come down to is mm-hmm. explaining it what I do, how it actually helps them
0: and yeah. the benefits
1: more than the, how I do it. I think yeah. that's really what it comes down to. I'm trying to explain, oh, I do all yeah. this research <laughs> and everything, but it's like, they don't really care because that's not helping them understand yeah. how, what I'm doing is actually helping. Them yeah. The benefits.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's really, it's all really right. tricky to, to get from A to B in your own, like, I mean, I struggle with this with myself as well. So it's not even, <laughs> it's not something that's just unique <laughs> to other people it's so it's very difficult to say well it's like it's very easy to go well these are all the things i do and it's like okay but why why, why yeah. does that matter to anyone yeah so you're not alone on that don't worry it, it does take some time to get there okay so let's look at funnels next um so that's your kind of okay second thing that you'd said to me the second service and the main portion especially going forward that you're kind of yeah. trying to at least potentially direct yourself towards being the main thing that you're going for so Something that would be useful for me to understand, I suppose, as we're thinking about the messaging and the benefits and stuff is what what is common across all of the different funnels that you do? Because you see, there's a lot of different types of funnel that you can help build for people, obviously, mm-hmm. and it will get a bit overwhelming, I would That's think, good. on a page to list all of that mm-hmm. out, unless you're going to direct them to a separate page where you can take, learn about all the different types of funnels that I can do. So what mm-hmm. is common across all of the funnels that would be useful for us to focus in on in terms of being able to communicate the benefits to people.
1: My teacher, her main way that she talks about it was that we're taking a funnel. A lot of times we take an existing funnel, but I also know how to build them out. And you're taking it and your same concept as the website, you're finding what's working in funnels and you're redesigning or designing from scratch that funnel so that it converts higher, you're getting more sales, you're having greater impact in your business, more accelerated growth is how she explained it. And so that's kind of what I've been trying to tie in my messaging with. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know if I'm not explaining it right. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah. that's basically you're increasing your website, or your funnels conversion rate. So you're getting more sales, you're getting more um, growth and less time spent on your business um, working on it and more time doing the things that you love to do more time, actually being able to step away from your business instead of being chained to it. Um, being able to automate things that before you had to be there one-to-one service. Now you can one-to-many, you can basically grow your business without 80 hours a week dealing with it.
0: Yeah. That's helpful. So I love, I do love the idea of pointing out that you're going to, that it helps increase conversions. But again, it's a, it's one of those words that when people see it, they're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, conversions, that's what I want, but they're not searching for it. <laughs> people are not going, how do I get more conversions right. in my business? They're going, how do I make more money or how do I get more clients? So those are the kinds of words that you would want to start with. And then absolutely use like the fact that you're going to okay. get them more conversions because it's a very, it's a very powerful word and it's a very good thing to do, to help people do. But like maybe the starting point is that your funnels are going to help them easily attract clients that will actually pay them <laughs> okay. rather than just people that might be interested <laughs> and then just wave goodbye type thing. So maybe a phrase like that could yes. be the direction to go. Something that I find very like powerful when I write some of my own copy or copy for people is adding in, if you're describing things or trying to describe benefits adding in something to the end of it so like here's the thing and it will actually do this or that will end up doing this so having like a that will statement at the end or so that okay. you can type phrases just to kind of ex- further explain it so you know having you know I, I'm okay. gonna help you I'm gonna help you write website like really really powerful website copy so that people can find you without you having to do the work right. or some you know something like that as an example. Okay. So thinking about how to add those kinds okay. of phrases to the ends of what you're saying as well are just going to be able to explain things in a way. So you can kind of get away with using some of these words that are really powerful, but are not necessarily the ones that they're searching. And then also include the ones that they're searching in there. Yes. So you're kind of helping connect the dots for them. Other other good benefits of funnel. Again, you're saving a ton of time. That's another really good one to come back to for funnels because all, all they need to do is focus on the entry point, whatever that entry point is, and again, that's not really, again, that's not a phrase that people would be using, but that is kind of what it comes down to. So they're focusing on they they get to focus their effort on one thing, and that one thing will lead them will then automatically take them through the process. So you're saving them time by not having to show up in all the places doing all of the things. They get to just focus on on one thing, <laughs> and the rest will take care of itself. Yeah. So that might be, yes. um, so there's some things in there. I, I think that that one may, might need just a little bit of testing out to see what kind of language people respond to because it's one that, yeah, it's like there's a lot of different ways that you can say it. And I I don't know for your people what the most like exciting <laughs> way would be for that. So I think that's something to just kind of yeah. test out. But there'll be something in there okay. for sure that you can write about time-saving. And it might just be that you just say, you know, less time less time doing marketing yourself and more time either doing your business or having fun with your kids or your family or doing the things that you care about in yeah. life. Like even just a statement like that can be quite useful for people as well. Just less time wasted on marketing efforts or something like that could be quite a powerful way to write that. That could be something to test yeah. out as well. I'm trying to think if there's anything right. else about funnels based on what you've said there that would be good to explore. But again, you don't want to overwhelm people either. You just want to kind of highlight a few things. So I feel like those right. are two very strong ones that you could look at and go from there. You can okay. always, again, you can always add more as you discover them or get more inspiration. <laughs> but I think starting with those two is probably a very good place as well. And you can write okay. those benefits in lots of different ways. So you can even have three or four different bullet points that focus on just those two things okay. so and just call out different aspects of those benefits. How does that all sound for the funnels aspect? All right. Sounds very good. Yes. Cool. Like that. Perfect. And we've got just a little bit of time left. So let's spend some time thinking then just lastly about your graphic design portion. So talk me a little bit through that service in terms of what what you're doing, the limitations of what does that
1: look like for you? Okay. So I do not currently do like a vector design, like in an actual design program, I design graphics in, Side of Canva, so okay. I can't say I'm an actual graphic designer. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm trying to stay away from that phrase because that yeah. gets confusing okay. for people. Yeah, so I don't know if I should say like Canva designer. I've seen that phrase floating around, um, or something like that. But anyways, I do anything from social media graphics, website graphics to flyers. If it's a graphic, I can do it <laughs> basically <laughs> within Canva. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. benefits. Um, improving visual design it I really got into doing the graphics before I got into doing the website side of things and that's what kind of bounced me into the website increasing visual ability um things like that (laughs) that's where it's like it's an add-on service that I just decided to tack on with the rest of it because it's like well it kind of ties in with what I'm already doing so Mm
0: -hmm. it is it's a very complimentary (laughs) service especially since you are doing the excuse me since you are doing the design portions of those other services it, it's a very complimentary thing i think you're right i think being able to uh, like it's important to make sure you are distinguishing yourself from like the graphic designers that are using other much more robust softwares for doing much more detailed yes. things than social media graphics and stuff as well i i don't think it would be a bad thing to say that it's canva design i think that it's it i think yeah. it's useful because i think i think it does help people understand kind of exactly what you do and what you don't do <laughs> and it's a, right. it's a, it's it's a it's a software yeah. that everybody almost everybody knows about as well so they see Canva and we all go yeah i know what that is that's cool so i think it's probably a, a good a good word to use because people will will recognize okay. it whether you call yourself a Canva designer or Canva like Canva graphics so i i don't quite know exactly you maybe again just kind of test a few yeah. different phrases out and see what people connect with the best but I wouldn't be against okay. using the word Canva in there. Again, your benefits, okay. it sounds so repetitive, but your benefits are, again, are going to be time-saving. <laughs> it's, it's just something to make sure you're weaving into your copy um, and to your website. is It's going to save people a ton of time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And again, you're coming back to, like if people are really focused on social media growth, then they are going to care about their visuals. Mm-hmm. And so you can... You can maybe weave something in around the fact that having like high quality graphics is going to like help them have a like a bigger social media presence or grow on social media easier or, you know, something along those kinds of lines. Mm -hmm. Um, Because a lot of people will use Canva for social media. So that's going to be where their brain goes first. People don't necessarily mm-hmm. think about Canva for websites because a lot of times it's either their own pictures or stock pictures and they kind of forget that <laughs> actually there's a lot mm-hmm. of cool things that you can yes. do in Canva to support your website. It's maybe not necessarily something that you put in a benefit, but like you could use it as a a kind of way to explain how you support people or like why why you provide that service in terms of so again, I'm coming less okay. over, less from less thinking of the website here and more towards okay. content, but like maybe writing some posts about how, how you can help them. It's working out the right phrase because you don't want to be insulting, but I think sometimes like there are phrases that you can use. So uh, maybe a phrase that you could, you could use is not a designer in quotes as well, because that's something that I've Mm -hmm. been using or testing out in my copy is like talking to people that need help with their writing and, but they consider themselves not a writer question like in quotes because a lot of people yeah. say, well, I'm not a writer, so I can't blah 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 And it's like, oh okay, I'm like let's let's talk. Mm-hmm. You can definitely do some stuff. So yeah. maybe like the phrase not a designer might work to get around that because that's okay. something that they would probably tell themselves, I'm not a designer, so I can't I can't do these things or I need help with these things because okay. I'm not a designer. So that would be a okay. good way to potentially approach it. You can test it out and see how people respond. They may love it, they may okay. hate it. You're not gonna know until you put it out there. <laughs> right. Um, I'm trying to think of a benefit for you that you could like, or some ideas about how to connect it to the websites. Cause we've, we've talked about the graph about the social media side of the graphics, but if you're pairing them with websites as well, what would be, I'm trying to think of any ideas there that would be useful for you. I guess it, I, I, it probably comes back to some of the things we talked about, about when it would about the website in terms of, again, giving them that elevated, that elevated presence, the better, more, prof- more professional visibility those kinds of those kinds of phrases can probably be used here too in the same way where you're going to okay. provide graphics that are going to be like that next level up essentially from <laughs> either things mm-hmm. that they can do themselves or things that because a lot of times websites don't have a lot of good like graphic design tools in them anyway yeah. so you're very limited with what kind of images or doodles or things are there so even just being able to say that it's mm-hmm. you're kind of helping you're helping them make the most out of their website by actually doing some of the design outside of their templates so that they can have a more custom yes. look without having to like go 100 percent down the route of paying for a full a fully coded fully like developed website so it's kind of almost like that first step yes. so there might be some things in there that okay. you can explore that would be useful. Okay. Sounds good, cool. Um, how does all of that sound? How
1: are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of information, but I'm feeling good. Um, definitely gave me a lot of ideas to bounce off of, and I think I can definitely work with this. So I really appreciate your help.
0: Perfect. Yeah. No, no Thank problem. You. And just remember, like, take your time with it. Like, yeah, we've we've gone through a lot of things as well. But like, just go one bit at a time. Ask one question at a time. Write one section at yeah. a time, and always remember you can change it later. So if it's not perfect, then it's okay. <laughs> put it up in an imperfect form and just come back to things as you need to, right? So because that, that's kind of like my my approach with my own website as well, because it's quite overwhelming creating a website. There's a lot of stuff to go in there. Yes. So like I just kind of put a yes. really crappy version of everything up and then it's like, okay, well, this month I'll come back to my homepage and I'll, I'll, I'll spend a day or two working on my right. page, And then this month it's like, okay, well, I'll come back to my about page and spend some time fixing there. So just, mm-hmm. you can take it at a slow pace to like, do what you're, do what you're doing with your clients, like doing that level up like, put that first, <laughs> the first tier yes. out there and then do your own version of your own rebrand <laughs> as you go, just to kind yes. of keep that <laughs> overwhelming feeling down. Because <laughs> I know. I know that yes. I know what it can feel like.
1: It really can feel very overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And that's why people like you exist to help take that overwhelm off. So that's another phrase actually, just as we're wrapping up. Reducing overwhelm is definitely okay. a good phrase that you could use from yeah. in throughout all of it, to be honest, as well, your website and the funnels. Because look, okay. funnels are very intimidating <laughs> and they can get very overwhelming if people yes. don't know what they're doing with them. So definitely look into that word as well and using some phrases around that
1: squeeze one more in for you (laughs) 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 thank you Uh,
0: well this has been so good thank you so much for again the flexibility for hopping on i hope it's been good and i will send you again i I will remember to send you that link about the 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 seo search just for when you're ready again like don't don't pressure yourself to do it straight away but i'll just send that to you so that when you've got time and some headspace You can have a little look into it and that'll help as well in the future. Awesome. Thank you.
1: No problem. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Wanna
0: practice what you just learned? Or maybe you just have a couple of questions. Join me in my Facebook group, Confident Communication for Entrepreneurs, where you can connect with me and a bunch of other amazing business owners working to sell their offers their own way. If you wanna dig a little deeper, go to sarahbeisel.com slash resources, where you'll find all of my free stuff to get you started on your journey towards authentically and confidently communicating with your ideal clients. And if you're ready for that next step, head over to sarahbeisel.com slash work with me to learn about my coaching courses and program. I'll see you there. And if not, then I'll see you next time.